welcome to this podcast, Magnified Word. My name's Jim Drinks. In the last episode, we looked at the importance of eating God's Word, of of reading it a lot, and getting it in us. And in this episode, I want to look more at the importance of God's Word. The first scripture I want to read is in 1 Peter chapter 2. In the last episode, we looked at this same scripture. Now I want to look at it from a different angle. In chapter 2 of 1 Peter, verse 1, it says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies, and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby, and this uh, verse could be rendered as, verse 2 could be rendered as, yearn for the word of God, as newborn babies yearn for mother's milk, so that by it you may grow. In the last episode, we looked at how we are to yearn for God's word just as intensely as newborn babies yearn for their mother's milk. And uh, now I want to emphasize that it's the end of this verse, that it's so that by it you may grow. See, it's by this word of God that we grow. And there's a, a word that isn't in the uh, King James Version, but it's in the original Greek text. At the end of verse 2, it should have the word salvation. So it's by this word of God that we grow up into the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. See, so this this word of God's uh very important. Psalm 1 verse 1 Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper." See, it's by delighting in God's word and by meditating on it, thinking about it in our minds day and night, that will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And the trees right by the river are the really good, strong, healthy trees. As trees are farther away from the water, they're uh, not as strong and healthy. 
But see, that's uh, it's by delighting in God's word and meditating in it day and night that will be like that tree planted by the rivers of water and leaf not withering and and whatever we doing prospering. See, so by growing into, by going into this word of God, we'll have some great growth and we'll be in really good shape. Second Timothy chapter three, verse 15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. See, it's the scriptures, God's word, that make us wise unto the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. And remember what we just looked at in 1 Peter 2, that it's by the word of God that we grow up into the salvation we have in Jesus Christ. See, so it's by the word that we grow up into the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ and that we get wise unto that salvation. Verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. See all of the scripture, all of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is given by inspiration of God. It's God's word. And all of it is profitable. So it'd be good for us to read all of it. Verse 17. That the man of God may be perfect truly furnished unto all good works. And uh, that can be translated as as that the man of God may be equipped, fully equipped for every good work. See, it's, it's the word of God, the scriptures that equip us. Chapter 4, verse 1 says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick, the living, and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. See what we are to preach is the word not our theology but but God's word John 17 in the gospel of John chapter 17 here's a record of Jesus Christ praying right before he laid down his life And in verse 6, he said to God, 
I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me, and they have kept thy word. Now they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are of thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me I have kept, and none of them is lost, but the son of perdition, that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. See, they were to not be taken out of the world, but they were to be, but he was praying that they would be kept or protected from the evil. And we would sanctify them, we would set them apart in the midst of the evil of this world would be God's truth, his word. See, at the end of verse 17 says, Thy word is truth. So see, it's it's the word of God that sanctifies us. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. Actually, we'll start in verse 3. It says, For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. And when a lot of uh, people uh, are concerned with preaching the gospel so that those who aren't saved can get saved and have eternal life by believing the gospel. And that's very important. But in this same verse, it says that and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. See, uh, 
God wants all people to be saved, but also to come unto the knowledge of the truth. And as we saw in John 17, thy word is truth. The only way that people can come unto the knowledge of the truth is by learning his word. And that that's what God wants for every man. So you see, it's very important for everyone to not just hear enough to get saved, but to learn the word, to learn God's word, to learn the Bible. Not just a few special people, but everyone. Chapter 4 of 1 Timothy. Verse 6. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. See, a good minister is nourished up in God's word. We saw that in the last episode Two uh, men who God sent to speak to his people, Jeremiah and Ezekiel, they both ate God's word. They were nourished up with God's word. And that's very important for uh, someone who wants to be a minister, who wants to speak God's word. They first need to eat God's word and spend a lot of time reading God's word and and learning God's word themselves. And you see that more later here in chapter 4. In verse 13 of chapter 4, this was Paul writing to Timothy. And he says, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Timothy was someone who Paul had uh, left in Ephesus with a lot of responsibility. He was in a leadership position. And he was to make sure that he spent time reading God's word. In verse 14, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Timothy was to continue in God's word, to continue in the doctrine of God's word himself, And that's how he would 
he would save himself. And he was already saved in the sense of being born again and having eternal life. But he would save himself in the sense of getting deliverance from different afflictions in everyday life. And also at the beginning of chapter 4, it talked about how there were people who were going to depart from the right way of believing. And they would, because they would listen to teachings that originated from the devil in his kingdom, wrong teachings. But it was by continuing in, in God's word that Timothy would save himself from that. And so you see, it's very important for us to continue in God's Word to to spend a lot of time in God's Word. It says at the end of verse 16, For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. See, uh, and then we can also deliver other people and save other people by continuing in this Word of God. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life. The Greek word that was translated holding forth in verse 16, it's really a word that means holding on to. See, so we will shine as lights in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, in the midst of the the darkness of this world by holding on to the word of life, by holding on to God's word. And then it says at the end of verse 16, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. See, the way that we're going to shine as lights, as stars in the midst of the darkness of this world is by holding on to God's word by holding on to it in our minds, by meditating on it. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 1. Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. See, the man that God's going to look to is is a man who is poor or or humble and has a a broken spirit. He's got a... He's not uh, refusing to hear instruction, but he's 
He's willing to uh, accept instruction. He He's meek and humble. And he trembles at my word. See, the man that God's going to look to is the man that trembles at his word, that has great respect and reverence for his word. It doesn't say he's going to look to the man who helps himself first. It doesn't say he's going to look to the man who uh, did a hundred good deeds, although that might be a good thing. But God's going to look to the man who trembles at his word, who has a great respect for his word. Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is a great psalm to read to develop a, a reverence and a respect for God's word. There's so much in Psalm 119, almost every verse mentions God's word. And you see the great respect that the person who wrote this psalm had for God's word. And by reading it, it can help us uh, treasure God's word and see how vital God's word can be for our lives. The first verse I want to read is verse 9. Psalm 119 verse 9 says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. See, it's by listening to God's word and reading God's word that will cleanse ourselves. Verse 72. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. See, God's word uh, is very valuable. Verse 92. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me, or with them thou hast given me life, or, or kept me alive. In the last episode, we looked at Matthew 4, where Jesus Christ said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And we looked at Job chapter 23, where Job talked about how he considered God's word more important than his necessary food. And here in Psalm 119, we see that this man would have died if it hadn't been for God's word and him delighting in God's word. You know, apparently this person had uh, gotten in a really rough, uh, some rough circumstances. But it was God's word that kept him alive. See, this word of God is, is very vital. 
It's not just something to read casually once in a while. It's not just something to have on a bookshelf in your home to say, see, look, I got a, I got a Bible in my house. <laughs> but this Word of God, this Bible is vital for our lives. Verse 97. Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. See, he thought about God's word all day long. Verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. See, this this word of God gives us light so that we can see. In contrast, Proverbs 4 verse 19, it says, The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. See, the life of a wicked person, it's like walking in the dark and they stumble and they don't know what they're stumbling on. Because it's dark, they can't see. But this word of God, it gives light so that we can see. So that we're not stumbling around in the dark. Also, verse 130, Psalm 119. It says, The entrance of thy words giveth light. It giveth understanding unto the simple. Verse 155. Salvation is far from the wicked, for they seek not thy statutes. See, salvation or deliverance was far from them because they weren't seeking God's word. See, outside of God's word, we're not going to get deliverance. The way to get deliverance is by coming to this word of God and reading this word of God. And it might take more than just reading it a little bit here and there. But by diving deep into it, we can get deliverance. Like, like we saw in 1 Timothy 4. It's by taking heed to God's word and continuing in it that we'll deliver ourselves and those that hear us. In verse 162, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil or great treasure. In the last episode, we looked at how it's to be God's word. That's the joy and rejoicing of our heart. And here we see that that he rejoiced at God's word. You know, as someone who had found great treasure. And as we read God's word more and more, we're going to see what a treasure it is. And then we, then we can be like that too. Verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law. And nothing shall offend them. 
and where it says nothing shall offend them, what that means is nothing's going to cause them to stumble. Isn't that wonderful that we can be like that, where we have great peace and nothing is going to cause us to stumble. But the way to get like that is by loving God's word. By spending a lot of time in God's word and developing a great love for God's word, then we can be like that where we have great peace and nothing will cause us to stumble. So you see, this word of God is, is very important and it's it's vital for our lives. You know, sometimes it might be vital for our very, for survival. By continuing in this word of God, we're going to see great deliverance in our lives. And we're going to grow up into the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. So this word of God is very important. So let's, let's spend a lot of time reading this word of God.